Are you ready for cocktails and conversation? This is Herspiration Happy Hour. Wednesday and welcome to another episode of Herspiration Happy Hour Season 5. I start slipping with these things on what episode this is. I think it's 7. <laughs> it Don't doesn't matter. I know, right? This is your unapologetic diva, Dr. G. I am T. Weezy. How you doing? And I am Marie Porrell, aka the Blue Phoenix with the audience, apparently. Um... <laughs> And we are drinking on a cocktail called Gimlet. Um, this is this takes two ounces of gin, which is the original, but um, you can use vodka if you like. Uh, simple syrup and lime juice. Just a quick little simple cocktail. You shake all the ingredients up with ice and strain into a cocktail glass and drink. Something simple, okay. something quick. Nice and I like simple. I do. I like simple. Simple makes it a lot easier because I mean, and then simple works for me because I'm not a sweet drinker. Okay. And I don't like I don't like sweet drinks, so it's the less it has, the better it you know the better off I am. So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I've come accustomed to uh, drinks without the sweetness because I used to because I was I'm not really a big drinker, yeah. so mm -hmm. my drinks used to have to excuse me used to have to be sweet. But now I'm good. You know, I don't, I don't need all that sugar. So. Yeah, just give me a little squeeze of lime juice and mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Oh, it depends on what I'm drinking. I mean, I'm typically a dirty martini drinker, um, so that that has no sweet in it at all. But for the most part, like if I have to have something sweet, it's always a splash. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I'm a gin drinker, and I like my dirty martinis with gin. I don't like vodka. I don't like vermouth. I don't like any of that stuff. My dad likes gin. Do you like beef eater? Not my preference. I'm more of a of a Hendrix, Tangeray, and a Bombay Sapphire girl. He likes Bombay and uh, Tangeray. I'm like, that's disgusting. I like Tangeray. You know what? Let me explain something to you about Tangeray. So I prefer Tangeray if I'm going out to the bar, only because you can't really taste Hendrix that much, and they can water that down. Mm. You can't water down Tangeray. Tangeray has a distinct taste. It has a I distinct smell. So. so you cannot, you know, absolutely cannot water down Tangeray. So I, my preference when I go out, I'm like, let me have a dirty gin martini. And, and then I also send it back if they make it too dirty. I'm, my goal is not to drink salt. <laughs> no dirty Diana, huh? No, no <laughs> dirty Diana here. Like, no, mm -mm, no, I'm good. So. <laughs> So how's your how's your week? How has this week been for you, ladies? And how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Um, I spent some time with my grandmother, much needed time. Okay. Um, my dad, some family time this weekend, and got some work stuff managed this week. So yeah, okay. some plans in place, moving things forward. Nice, nice. What about you, Louisa? Uh, this week. Oh my gosh, my house is always full of children, and I can't, can't seem to get rid of mine. But I seem to keep adding more to the Uzziah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my nephew. It's like it's anyway. You, you have a, you have what five, and then you still I have, have five, and then I always have nieces and nephews with me, <laughs> and so it's ridiculous. But um, they're ready to go to bed soon, y'all. Believe me. 
Uh, again, my weekend was pretty good. I did, went and did some writing for a new, um, we're working on a new production, a new film, so we can get some writing in, getting everything situated, so we can get the script down. And then, and then, um, what did I do? Well, I've been going to the gym. I'm back in the gym. Um, so that's great. And yeah, it's been doing good. Okay. Doing good. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I had an amazing weekend and it was kind of a, a needed break a little bit because last week was a rough week. And then I my sister's birthday was Saturday. Shout out, Ro, um, was Saturday and we went to. So it started Saturday. I had dinner planned for her at Cut Steakhouse. And then we went to the red phone booth, which is like a speakeasy or it is a speakeasy and it's also a cigar bar. So we went there. And then we went on Sunday, we went to the Mad Hatter uh, gin and tea party. Oh my gosh, that was so nice. I went live, it's on a lot of my social media. We absolutely had an amazing time. I would definitely say if, it, if the Mad Hatter gin and tea party is in your city, look it up and go. So much fun, so much to drink, like so much to drink. Uber there, Uber, because seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. Though. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do that. I'm, I'm telling. So it's the Manhatter Gin and Tea Party. It's the Mad Hatter, like the Mad Hatter, like the Alice Mad in Wonderland Hatter. or whatever yeah. that is. The Mad Hatter um, Gin yeah. and Tea Party, and they're dressed up. I mean, it's it's not kid friendly, y'all. It's not kid friendly. Exactly why I'm trying to do it. It's, yeah, it's a it's a lot of cussing. It's a lot of all of that stuff. It's so much fun though. It's it's certainly something to do. We did it for brunch. They don't really serve food. They just have little snacks. That's like a tea party thing. A few yeah, little small bites of little things. And but the tea that comes around. Yeah. Oh, my mom said hello, hello. Uh, the tea that goes around. I'm telling you. You get to make your little teas and all that, adding color to it. It's definitely something, I'm telling you. So it looks I, like I you know, I'm on their website. <laughs> oh, you're on their website? Because <laughs> I like these types of things. Yeah, it's like my mom said, definitely a must do. And you get these, they give you these awesome hats. So there's some people that came in with their own hats. Some came really dressed up in theme. I but see. the fact that they gave the hats, oh my gosh, I had a hat with a bunch of popsicle sticks all around it. Yeah, it was so much fun. Excuse me. Like I said, you all can check out my social media. I went live on both Facebook. I also went live on Instagram and I have, I think, Ooh. photos or something on my um, on my Instagram. I think it's in my reel or or one of my live recordings cool. or something like that. Yeah, so super dope, especially here on Facebook. So. I definitely recommend going. But outside of that, my weekend was great. My week so far has had just transitioned back to being busy again. But you can't complain. I can't, you know, you can't complain when you're alive and you just mm -hmm. whatever. So every Wednesday we do our WCWs. I'm actually prepared today, ladies. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm actually prepared <laughs> today. But anyone, anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Because I'm prepared. Okay. Okay, T Weezy. Well, I want to give a shout out to my friend uh Candace Booker. 
She owns an online boutique. She is from Dallas, Texas, but she's also curating this professional networking event in Dallas, Texas. So if any of our viewers are from Dallas, Texas, please go and check out the Black Market Dallas if you are a professional in the Dallas area. It's a great event that you can be a part of to network and get to know other business owners there in Dallas, Texas. And she's curating that event. Um, and I just want to give her a shout out because she's been working really hard for the month of uh, Black History Month and leading up to Juneteenth, too. So there's going to be some events, but check them out and check her out on Instagram, the Black Market Dallas on Instagram. And that's T-H-E-B-L-K-M-R-K-T Dallas. That's on Instagram. So check her out, guys, if you're in the Dallas area. All right. Oh, cool. Dallas. I know. I wish I was there. I would definitely make my make my way there to show some support. So we're showing you some support here. You all, if you're in the Dallas area, go back and play this back. If you're tuning in and listening, go follow and attend these events. It's Black History Month. Support yeah. Black business. Support Black business. Yeah. That's what we do. Yes, very much so. All right. I guess I will go next. Um, I decided after you know the way that my week has my last two weeks have been going and some things that I've learned about public health and everything today I'm actually going to shout out Ruth Temple who uh, Ruth Temple was a leading figure in public health and focused most of her efforts on improving the black lives of black East Angela Angela what is it Angela knows like Los Angeles sins whatever in 1918 uh, Temple became the first african-american woman uh, graduate of Loma Linda University in California. She went on to find the first medical clinic in Southeast Los Angeles. The community health clinic provided residence treatments for substance abuse, offered immunizations, and focused on teaching health literacy. And in 1948, she was appointed director of the Division of Public Health for the City of Los Angeles. A clinic in Los Angeles was named in her honor in 1983, uh, honoring her legacy. So as somebody who always say and talk about advocating for your health, I mean, like your, your medical health and making sure that you get what you need. This is why I want to shout out uh, Ruth Temple. Hey. That's so cool. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. So because it is Black History Month, I'm going to go into a uh, shout out. Um, Macy Jim, uh, Jameson, of course, we know as the first black astronaut, but her studies is she's an, uh, an engineer. So I didn't know her, 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 I didn't know she was an actual engineer, which makes sense because she worked with, um, she was on the first space shuttle to Endeavor, which happened in 1992. So she was the first black woman to fly to space. And she was also the first black woman admitted to an astronaut training program in 1987. Oh, so I wanted to my. shout her out. Yeah, I didn't know she was the first. So, you know, I've heard of her. Of course, we all heard of her. But I did not know that. So shout out to Mae Jameson. Jameson, I'm yeah. sorry. I wonder what she's See? doing now. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of these little hidden figures. In before, but I wonder what she's doing now. You know, the people that make history, black history, we hear about them sometimes and then we don't hear about them anymore. It's kind of like, right, right. Um, for instance, like Dominique Dawes, the gymnast. Oh, and I loved her. She was my favorite. She Why is she opened up, yeah, she just opened up a gym, uh, a yeah. gym studio in the Washington, D.C. area. Yep. 
Because she's from here. Yeah. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, me too. I do too. I'm all, <laughs> I love all of the extraordinary things yeah, that she, she is was out my here doing. Favorite gymnast. I love yeah. oh, she's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if we have more time, you know, before we bring in our guests, I surely would have had a conversation since it is Black History Month. And maybe we'll talk about this later about the whole controversy over the Russian athlete that tested positive mm-hmm, and still mm-hmm. got to, you know, mm-hmm. participate in, you know, the uh, Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that she, was, she took her, she accidentally ingested some by drinking after her grandfather. Oh, please. <laughs> but that's that's a whole nother that's topic. That's a whole nother story. I have different feelings on that, but I was really glad that she, what is it, her name, Shakara, spoke out about that, you know, and the fact that she was even going through, you know, the loss of her mother at the time, and they, you know, they banned her from the Olympics, but yet they allowed this young lady, citing that she was, you know, a minor, first of all, and you know, but still, I feel like rules are rules. But I right. digress. I digress. So let's let's talk about what we're going to talk about tonight because we're gonna we have a master life coach, Miss Natalie McKee, on, and she's a certified you know transformational coach. And I always love. Well, first of all, I love anybody who has a way of transforming people because people have such a hard time with change and not realize the you know how. What do you, what do they, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, I'm trying to think of the saying where you're like, you basically, you're holding your own self back or you're, you're getting in your own way. Yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people constantly get yeah. in their own way that mm-hmm. they kind of need that, that coaching mm-hmm. and that push, especially when you're doing transitions in your life, you know, a new job, uh, you're a new mom and you're trying to balance out mommyhood and, and still trying to pursue yeah, your career. Uh-huh. And you might not really know how, but you need that motivation. So I love when you have these transformational life coaches that are in that fit into a space when you are trying to make these life transitions. And so she has been transforming people for over 20 years and we are going to wow. bring up Miss Natalie McKee. How are you? Well, <laughs> I'm welcome. Great. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for that introduction there. Oh, welcome. Nice welcome. to be here. It's great. Hi, I don't know the other guests. Oh, they're not guests. We are all co-hosts. Oh, we're right. all, I'm Hello. the main host. And yes, it's four of us, really. Um, Cortina is away. She's a therapist. She's an actual therapist. And so she's still seeing clients. So she'll pop in a little bit later. And But yeah, so we have T. Weezy, we have Louisa, and then it's me. And then you're our guest for today. So you get a panel of questions. We get to be enlightened and then go out and share our, you know, our knowledge and you share your knowledge with all of our, you know, viewers. Mm -hmm. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what inspired actionyourdreamlife.com or your company, Action Your Dream Life. Oh boy, loaded question. But um, I guess um, it started years ago, to be honest. I'm going to age myself here, but um, 30 years ago, um, here I was sitting at my desk thinking there's more for me. I, I didn't know what it was, though. You know what I mean? But I had a passion in me. I thought, I really want to try something new. And I wanted to just go back to school. I, I So I, I packed everything, left my government job. I was a full-time permanent job. But life was good for me at the time, actually. 
Um, I was cheerleading for the CFL, which is the NFL for you guys. I'm up in Canada and um, bartending at night and government full-time employee. So like I was at $80,000 a year. It wasn't a money thing, you know, it was, and I was enjoying life, but I felt like I, I wanted to try something new. And that thing inside, everyone also saying, your life is great. Keep doing what you want. But there was something inside saying, what else? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it's like, sometimes you have to follow that, but sometimes it could just be, your craziness going, oh, I just want to leave, but things are just too perfect, right? <laughs> There's discernment at the same time. Um, but I was young still. I thought, you know, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I want to go off to uh, Vancouver and I left Ontario and went there and and I ended up coming back. What an experience it was. It was wonderful, but I came back and I had a baby daughter and she changed my life forever and um oh. that's the reason i came out and here i was at the same time this joyful me i was devastated i mean it was what have i done i you know this is not the dream i thought of to be single coming back after looping success to trying to try something new, come back home, like with my tail between my legs, pretty much going like, I'm embarrassed. But how could I be embarrassed of having this child? And he didn't want to feel this way ever. I wanted to be proud and, and, and of myself, but also not, you know, have a child out of feeling this desperation and feeling like, I didn't have that princess situation of being married to the man of my dreams and and doing it the way that everyone you know taught us it was supposed to be. So that's basically what happened. And I thought I started like reading books, and then I I found um, Bob Proctor, who's recently passed away. I flew out with a friend that introduced me to him. And she just was transforming the world, just in, in just in her being. She was she was a, a, a an admin assistant for three lawyers, and she was motivating them. <laughs> you know, it was like wow. It's like so we we flew off to um, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, to see Bob Proctor, um, and it was all about you can change your reality no matter what you are, where you are, who you are, and what your circumstances are. You decide how you are going to act or react in all of those circumstances. So I just started this self-transformation 20 years ago. I became a full-time coach over I mean, six years ago now, but I've been really coaching all those years through that, you know, because just being a part of that vibe, I was transforming myself and my friends were saying what happened you went from broke to owning your first home within a year like it was craziness craziness um and and really i had gotten to the point where i was living in a basement apartment where i didn't know how like how i was going to feed my child you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and it was scary 
terrifying. And then I, I just got into self-transformation. My life has never been the same since. Um, and I just keep moving and everything I've ever wanted, I've achieved not everything. Obviously there's still more to come. Otherwise, if, if, if there's, if you're not struggling with something, this is when a lot of people get discouraged. If you're not struggling with something, you're six feet under. Because True. that is what life's all about. You have to be struggling with something. It's it, it it means you're breathing. It means you're alive. So if you're if you are struggling with something, get happy. Like this this is it. This is great. I'm living. I'm I'm breathing. So I know that was kind of like you asked me to just go off on myself. <laughs> you have to stop me. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. It, it was all good. I, you know, we love when people come on and they share their stories because you connect with their audience. People get an opportunity to see you in motion, but then also you very personally, because a lot of what we do are there. It's inspired by who we were in some shape or form and we can try to be something else but sometimes you come back full circle to say oh god dang it i'm right back where i started from <laughs> but we just have to look at it differently what we what gives us joy sometimes is hard work so we say you know what i'm going to give up on that hard work instead of saying you know what i'm going to achieve this because this is what i absolutely love and I, no matter how hard the work is going to be i'm going to see it through so I commend you on continuing your journey. And, and so you just launched Action Your Dream Life six years ago? Yes. So what prompted that transition for you? Well, I wanted to have my own website to have somebody somewhere where basically that was me, that people could come in and, 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 and see who I am, what I have to offer, and... Um, just having like a home base for everybody because it wasn't just I was um, international. So I wanted somewhere where people could connect other than just a business card. And sometimes you just don't have that opportunity to give that business card. So that was really all that was about. But most of my clientele is actually referral based because, um, you know, the 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 sister, brother, the, the, the uncle, the, the aunt, most of my clients are female, but a lot of husbands call me, Oh, what did you do to my wife? Like help me. I want to, you know, like, or, you know, and, and it's been wonderful. I've helped couples and it's just to see, I mean, it's, it's, and I don't even see it as me helping. It's, I really believe like we are all here with this beautiful energy and power to transform not only ourselves, but everybody else. And we're all part of this universe and I'm not doing anything independently at all. When, when I, when I have a client, that client was meant to be my client 50 years ago. Like, or if, if I'm, talking to somebody that gives me that aha moment. It was like, it was, it was always part of the journey. Mm -hmm. it's, and, and, it, and it's exciting. It's exciting when you meet new people and it's just, it's a pleasure to be here in this moment with you two. Yes. I know there's this beautiful, you know, uh, life changing um, activity happening with all of us right now. You know. Okay, so I have I have a question for you. Yes. Now you began twenty years ago. 
do you know, okay so when you begin and you understand that a transformational life coach is different than a regular life coach do you mind explaining the difference for those who don't know well a life coach is hopefully transformational as well so i i, I lump them in one and the same everyone is is there to help somebody not everybody's as effective some people are specific and have a specific coaching ability where they will simply coach um relationships or they'll coach um you know uh, people to lose weight people to go to the gym like there's different different types of coaches a life coach is is it's it's about life what the person is going through so if if I'm talking to a client, I'm going to ask some specific questions for them because everybody's situation is the same. Um, and that's why I, I'm not specific to relationships or I just coach according to what you're going through. So whatever your discontent is, we're going to dive deep there and and and. I'm not going to focus into the, um, we're going to get there and why you feel a certain way and what your problem is, let's say. And then um, we're going to, I'm, I'm basically um, going to talk you through what you're going through, see where your discontent is and how we can change that. Because therapy is talking about your problem for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And that's okay. A lot of people want to do that. And I'm all for any type of help, whatever the, the person needs. But in coaching, you don't talk about the problem. You talk about the solution. Where can we go? How can we use the problem to catapult you to where you'd love to be? And that's what a master life coach does. Louisa, did she answer your question for you? Uh, yes. Well, I, I, I know I know the difference. I was telling her to, you know, to put it out there for those that don't, because oh, remember, okay. that's what I am. Okay. Yeah. And so um, for those who didn't know that there are different levels or different uh, parts of life coaching, that, you know, that's what I just wanted her to explain. But hi, Cortina. Okay. Yes, we got Cortina, who has... It's finally finished, wrapped up her session, and is now with us. <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> this is our other, uh, other co-host of the four. It's four of us on here. Yeah. And Cortina is an actual therapist. She's also, you're a life coach too, right, Cortina? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's a life coach, coach and a therapist. So, and, yeah. And, and so one ahead. of the things that I want to make sure that the listeners hear, because I know you just said like some people are in therapy for five, 10, 15 years or whatever. What you, when we talk about brief solutions, right? Cause if someone goes to therapy and they have an EAP, they're only going to pay between three and five sessions. So there are therapeutic techniques. One is solution focused. So, so solution brief focused therapy. We only talk about the problem, right? 
How do we want to solve it? Because it's solution based. So there's a lot of individuals, especially when insurance is involved, insurance is not going to pay for years worth of therapy. And so more often than not, a lot of the techniques that therapists are employing, we are going to identify it's not a lot of psychoanalysis, right? That's when we have the Freud's and it's years of therapy and we're on the couch and we're starting from the childhood. We don't do that. And so a lot of us now is because, yeah, we may get a little bit of background because it contextualizes exactly how we got here. Now we understand the how. Let's go at, okay, this is how we're going to fix it. Not how we got here because we understand that now. Now this is how we are going to fix where the person is. And so I think when it comes to coaching, and I said this on our last show, I believe that they all have their place, right? There are some individuals, you know, I'm just feeling a little discontent, or I just need to make some shifts in my life. And I need a cheerleader that's going to cheer me on, that's going to help me get there, that's going to motivate me and inspire me and kind of coach me. Because when you think about a coach, you think about somebody on the sidelines, like, come on, we can do it. Yeah. Yes, I'm rooting for you. That's like the 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 what you see when most people are going to coaches. Now, when we're going to therapy, oh, I, I clap for my patients. We we dance. We be like, "Hey, girl, yes, that's what I'm talking about." You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very different kind of therapist, right? And so, I, I really provide therapy to the demographic that I serve. And so, when it comes to more therapy, yes, it is a little bit deeper. And like we talked about um, last week, kind of finding that balance, right? Because I think Pam asked me, you know, like, how do you know when you're coaching a patient versus when you're, you know, kind of like doing therapy, right? So if someone is, I'm, I'm good, like, I don't really have no stuff that's like really holding me back. It may be some mind shifts I need to make. It may be just like some, some debris that's in my way, nothing that really needs like a whole bulldozer to get away. That's kind of like what indicates to me what direction I need to take with this with this patient. And I know I came in late, so I may ask a question that you guys have already discussed. I don't we just that. started. We really. just started. So oh, okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so and I don't know how long you've been in the field. So I guess I'm gonna ask that because I think. 20 years, um, 20. 20 years, right? Um, and so what, and maybe you answered this, what made you feel as though this is my calling? This is what I really feel like I'm led to do. It was always inside of me. I knew that was, I was chasing something. I was never quite feeling, um, fulfilled. And every time I, I'm coaching somebody, I am filled up. It gives me life. I, I come to life and with every individual, I'm totally different. So I can't even explain each person. I become a different person, which with each of my, my, my clients or clients mm-hmm. at, at each individual, individual time, I, I'm shocked. I look at myself at the end of a, every session thinking, wow, that was, I, I, I learn and grow every single day. Mm-hmm. It, it's it never ending. 
So that's what gives me life. I mean, and what happened for me, I mean, how I, 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 I went from, from devastated, broke, um, unhappy, just, I hated my life to, and feeling like I, I was stuck too, very stuck to getting out of that and coming back and get, you know, it wasn't just an uphill battle here or, you know, it was up and down and how I, I utilized the same tools to lift me back up. And help, and when I help other people do the same thing and see how it's it's transforming their lives as well. I mean, and, and we have to do what works for ourselves as well. I mean, I think, like I said, I'm I'm all for any type of help people want. I mean, there's too many people in this world to um, take away any type of help that they may need. So therapy is, is wonderful. Like I said, therapy is wonderful for many people. And so is coaching. So is, you know, you know, like just, it's just, I believe in any type of help because we all need help. Every mm -hmm. single one of us. So what it, so you, you're based in Canada. Yes. And so do you have clients? You said you have clients in the United States as well. Yes. So what does your, what does your, your target market look like? Is there, are you, are they predominantly Canadian or are they predominantly, you, you know, United States or Europe or wherever your clients come from? It depends. It depends on the cycle. <laughs> um, so sometimes I'll, I'll be in the U S and I'll be doing presentations or things like that. And then I'll have more of my clientele um, come from that. And then it's the the referrals that I get. So I still get I, I and then I get the the cycle from the referrals of the people that I've just uh, gone through, let's say a twelve week uh, session with, and then they refer like their friends, their their family, and then I have that cycle that keeps referring, and then it just weeds from there. So mm -hmm. I I can't really say. Sometimes it's more Canada, sometimes it's more U.S. So it's it's a okay. bit of everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And where, where are you located? I'm in Ontario, where in the, the convoys are. <clears throat> I'm right in Ottawa, Ontario, the capital of Canada. Okay, how far is Guelph or Guelph? Um, Guelph is about, um, it's just past Toronto. So uh, I, Toronto's about five hours away. Wow. I have two patients there. I mean, well, clients. That's why I was asking. I was like, oh, nice. oh, she's in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, we are, so, so how? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Everyone's a coach or therapist as well. I, I'm both. Here. <laughs> You're both. Oh, no, I'm none. I chose. I used to. I. <laughs> oddly, you know what's so weird? How you say that, you know, how you're just filled off of hurt, helping people. And that is what brought you to your field. I have not gotten there yet. I help a ton of people. I've transformed people. I've motivated people. I inspire people. But I do not want at all to treat people, coach people on a professional level. And, and I know that sounds terrible because people look at me and love me for this. I mean, Tessina, you can vouch for that. I mean, I'm I'm such a huge giver. But man, 
I don't want to have to professionally. I could never make it, you know, a, a full time mm. profession because that would that would be too much. Now that will come back full circle. That will come back full circle to me because that's how I started my career was, you know, in psychology and doing prevention advocacy programs, you know, just to prevent people from stressing and being angry and being able to communicate. And those crisis intervention ones that came in for people who needed help immediately, my goal was to refer. Like, I, mm -mm. you talk to me now so we can see where you need to be mm -hmm. and you need to go. Mm -hmm. But it's, a, it's just a lot. Like you it's look a like lot. You're in your element right now. Are you, you love what you do now? I love what I do now. Everything that I do, I wear a lot of hats. I wear a ton of hats, but all of them really boil down to either speaking or writing. Mm -hmm. Initially, that's what I do. I mean, whether I'm speaking and doing interviews or I'm speaking professionally or I'm writing professionally, whether it's media journalism, books, uh, I'm a technical copy content writer as well. So I do a lot and I love it. But at the same time, I do. I feel like operate in a mindset of servitude. So I'm always there. Anybody can call me. I'm there to support. I'm there to walk through. And I, I'm gracious to have a background in psychology because I'm able to talk to people, sometimes talk them down, motivate and inspire them. But then I also say, okay, let's talk about you going to therapy. You need something that's long-term. I'm not trying to practice. I don't mm -hmm. want anyone to ever, and I'm very clear when I'm speaking and I'm, and I'm what you call a mental health advocate. I vouch for mental health and I've had a life coach myself, just like I have a therapist and I can tell the difference between the two. There are people who I speak to who don't understand the difference and they'll say, well, I don't need that. I don't need a therapist because I have a life coach and then I have to break down the difference between having a life coach and having a therapist. Mm -hmm. If you ever have to get to a place where you feel like, oh, I really need a life coach. I think it's beneficial, honestly, to take care of your mental health, just like you do the rest yeah. of your life. So yeah, while yeah. you are making these transitional shifts in your life and you have a life coach, invest in having a therapist, especially if your insurance will pay for so many, so many uh, sessions. Why not? You pay for it. It's a part of your medical. So, mm -hmm. so that's my opinion of, you know, the difference between the two. And I love people who transform people because I'm all about that. I'm, I'm much I'm. I'm a transformational leader. My goal when I had when I was a supervisor for the federal government, my employees loved me because my goal was to develop them and move them out. Mm -hmm. It was not about being stagnant when you work for me. Yeah. I always say I need you gone before I do because I see greatness in people. But then there's those that, you know, if that's where you want to be. I don't want to be the reason as your leader that you're staying stagnant. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about transformation for anyone that comes into my space, anybody. I don't like, I just don't like to be stagnant. I think that everybody, everybody needs to grow, even if it's just a little bit, uh, learn something new, develop a skill, try something new, date yourself, go out, mm -hmm. break down the barriers that fear you the most. Cause that's why people don't like to change. It's because of fear. Yeah. And like what you were saying earlier, they're like different types of coaches. You have some people that are career coaches, some people that are developmental coaches, some individuals yes. are grief coaches, some individuals are, you know, like transition coaches or divorce coaches. It's because that is a specialty that they have honed in on. And you know what? Not 
only that you you know I may have a little bit of background in that, but I also see the importance. I'm not talking about me per se when I say I. I'm talking about the person who's doing it. Um, see the importance of having that coach to coach you through those difficult situations. And one of the good things about a coach versus you know, when it comes to therapy are the guidelines that you have to fall mm -hmm. in between, right? So as therapists, we have a lot of red tape. We have a lot of, you know, boundary lines we cannot cross. And so we're kind of put at bay, which kind of removes us from almost like the human side of it, right? Whereas coaches, if I have a coaching client and they get married, like, yes, oh my God, this is something we worked on. We got you here. And if I'm now invited to that wedding, I would probably be more inclined to go because that was exactly what we worked on getting you through. I saw you through this divorce. You got in a relationship. Now I'm seeing you do this great thing. I want to be able to celebrate that with you. And so, but when it comes to therapists, you know, Child, somebody report your license quick. So, <laughs> you know, strategic and mindful when it comes to how we do that. And so on that vein, coaches have a lot more flexibility and freedom in the way that they work with the people that they work with. Yeah. Yeah. Natalie, and that, that, yeah. Natalie, I have a question. Do Are most of your clients is... Uh, well, I guess I'll say, are most of your programs 12 weeks or are there shorter ones or, you know, there's a dedicated 12 weeks to make sure that they make that shift that they need to? Because I know, you know, even when I don't even say whether you're working with somebody or not, when you are learning to transition, um, you, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a week. It doesn't happen in two weeks. So what are your program structures like for our listeners who are interested in you being, you know, coming to you for their life coaching and they, in their mind, they might say, well, 12 weeks is too long. What are your program sets? What are your programs set up to look like? Well, I always like to start off with a 12 week program. Absolutely. Okay because it is, it is transformative and we do have to go through a process. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well for just an hour at a time as well. But for most of the one hour coachings that I do is usually somebody that I've coached before over the 12 weeks and they just like, okay, I need to just see you, talk to you for, you know, a couple of hours and let's do that. But most people will either take on another 12 weeks or six weeks or three weeks, it, it's, it's, uh, it's just more, more gain for them. It's more, it's just a better option for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay so wow. Quick question. Now you, you're based out of Canada. Yes. And you have Canadian and American, uh, well, the state, you have those clients. How is the, culture how do you deal with because you know they're different cultures we have similar cultures but here in the states we do things a little bit different or we think differently or uh, outlook our outlook on certain things are different than it may be with a canadian client how do you deal with that i i i'm not in the equation so who i am doesn't like i am i I, I just listen to what their need is and I capture what that is, what they're going through currently and the discontent, their longings, what they really desire and want. The, 
there's no culture in that for me. I don't, okay. I don't I, it doesn't matter what, where you're from, how you speak. Um, it's, it's, it, it comes from the heart for me. It's truly comes from my heart. I I'm different with every single client mm -hmm. and I don't even know who I'm going to be. I am myself, but like I, I come out differently with everybody as I'm speaking with them in that moment. And actually, one one thing that most people are actually shocked by is this like this doesn't work for me. Some clients really want to talk and see. But for me, it is so much from the heart and from the spirit that I don't want to see my client. And I don't want my client to see me. So the camera, this is very rare. I have my camera on. I have oh, that wow. camera okay. on and I listen. Otherwise, I'm like, I, I, I'm, we all judge like the background. You know, I could be in the moment still while I'm speaking with you. But it's so much more powerful when it's off. And I, and I'm, I'm just listening and I'm with my client the stuff that comes out I don't even know where it comes from it's it is a it is a, 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 a spiritual being having a spirit a, a human being having spiritual experience and transformation not only for them but for me at the same time I mean so do so question, do you feel like, you know, with the camera off that you can miss um, communication cues that normally come out from just visual? I mean, I know I'm very expressive. Um, you see my I'm talking and yes, yeah, so I'm very expressive when I'm talking, when I'm speaking to people. And I think I worry. I can't say any of us really. Well, us, I can't speak for everybody because there are people that judge the background and all of those things. I think that in any platform that I've ever had to be face to face on. Um, I, I love being able to see the social cues that come from expression. Uh, that's led a lot of people to be much more comfortable here on our platform because they get to see and interact with us as opposed to just being there. So I, I think it's so unique that you, you know, uh, that that's worked for you as a practice as you're coaching people and you know and leading people to be greater parts of themselves it it's for their better good when the camera's off for me i i feel like i'm more helpful to them and that's why i choose to do it this way this is wonderful for me too like I, you know I, I love this but i'm not helping anybody right now well, right. we're all helping you somehow right we all have a little you know story or something that may affect somebody out there but in this, this I'm just, we're just chatting. It was this. I am Dr. Pearlie chatting with Nat. <laughs> you know, I'm very down to earth, casual person. And uh, but when when I'm coaching, I, I it just is so much more powerful when I have the camera off. I just feel I'm 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 I I can better serve, and that's my only purpose of being a coach is to serve. It, it is, is a service. And when people say, oh, everybody wants to be a coach, you know, since the pandemic, everyone's working from home. I, let me quit my job and become a coach. Do you really want to become a coach? It's it's not what it's cracked up to be. You really, it really has to come from within that you really want to do this. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I see that. <clears throat> 
where it comes to therapy because we have to like you're either in our office or we're looking at you because we are analyzing if i say something and i see you don't have to say or hesitate but if i see resistance within your body language oh we're doing some work there what just came up for you when i said that how did that hit you because i saw you shift or i <laughs> saw you <laughs> You know, what does this mean? What does that face mean? Because everything that someone does means something. And because coaching doesn't go deep, like that's not the purpose of yeah. it. Yeah. It's more appropriate, you know, for and and so so when you say that, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you know that does work for her and the and 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 the connection with the patients because they may feel more comfortable. But on the 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 therapy side, it's almost like, oh, we need to see all of this. Because if you're uncomfortable, let's say you have anxiety, that might be something that we're working on. So pushing yeah. you, unless you are like super, you know, like agoraphobic or you know, social phobia, and that's something we're working up to with you being able to turn on the camera. So again, that's another transition. And, and shift and difference between, you know, what coaches can do and versus, you know, what therapy is, is doing. And I yeah. love that. That's, that's, I, 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 I can see that, how it could be for a therapist. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I loved what you said earlier too, about uh, therapy, how it was, um, I forget what you said, sorry. Uh, but it was, <laughs> but I wanted to get back to that and say, oh my God, I love that. That's how I'm going to explain it next time. Oh, because we're analyzing. Like, we're looking at these different things, right? Because we're taking the whole person. Because you could be saying something that sounds real good. But guess what? I see your fingers <laughs> twitching. Like, I'm, th th those are, you know, like, anxiety cues. What's going on with your yeah. fingers? What's going on inside of your body? Mm -hmm. You know, what's shifting? What's not shifting? Whereas, like you said earlier, coaching, we're getting to the issue. How are we going to solve this? Me, I want to build you up to a place where all of this, whatever uncomfortableness that's happening inside of you is removed mm -hmm. so we can get you to the place that you want to go. But we first got to remove the debris out the way so that you can even see that this is an option. Yeah. Yeah. And I, for me, I also find maybe it's my my personality or I don't know when I, I find I've had people on camera, but I find when they're not on camera they do seem to open up a little, a lot more initially. And, and therapy, that's why therapy, I believe is, it feels like it's longer. A lot of people go to therapy a little bit longer. And I know you've explained that earlier, but for, for me, it's, we want quick transformation. So I really want to um, get you to open up so much faster. And it's easier to open up when you're not looking at the person, it's not as embarrassing when you're opening up and really just telling me your whole life in, in a matter of like, you know, half an hour and then really telling me stuff that you wouldn't normally tell your best friend or your, your sister or your brother. And, and it gets them to open up a lot more, but when they're looking in your face, they're like, well, um, so that is, like it's just to get them there faster and it's also it might be a personality thing or you know like because i believe that everybody has to attract their patient avatar like i'm not the therapist for everybody because i'm like sister girl okay this is what we're gonna do you know it's not about me telling you what we're gonna do but if you told me this is what you want to do i'm gonna hold you accountable because that's my job to hold you accountable yeah. 
for what the plan is when we set when we began. Now we can shift and flex and flex on the plan all we want to, but again, it's still for me to challenge you to figure out what's preventing you from doing what you said you wanted to do, right? Mm -hmm. What's holding you back? And so I believe when you attract the patient or the client that is for you, it, it doesn't even matter whether you're on camera, off camera, outside, walking around in the park, it, it, it really doesn't matter because the patient, I believe that they are attracted to who you are. That's what made them pick up the phone when they saw you. That's what made them want to dial because maybe they went through a whole registry of coaches. But for some reason, I feel like I want to go to Google action your dream life. Yes, I want to work with her. It's something about her that connected with me. There was a spiritual connection that made me say, I feel like she is the coach for me. Or mm -hmm. when they, the girlfriend therapist, you, that stood out for me is not regular. Like it, it doesn't seem real formal. You know what? And so I believe that whatever energy we put out there, those are the patients we attract and the patients that are not for us, guess what? They're not going to call us or they're going to find out very quickly uh, this is not the right fit. And that is okay. Cause you have to go find whatever coach, therapist, healer, spiritual guru that works best for you and your spirit. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So how, so Natalie, how can people connect with you? I know you have your action, your dream your website as your name, but how can people connect to you outside of your website? They can connect with me at, uh, Info at Action Your Dream Life. They can email me. The, all everything is at Action Your Dream Life. So okay, to me with me by either email, phone. I'm available. They leave a message, and either my admins get back or I get back to them directly. So. You have any social okay. media platforms? I don't. I just have my website. Oh, okay. Social media is not really out there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for coming by. We're down Thank at the, the wire of our episode. We appreciate you coming to hang out with us and wish yeah. you continued success on even, you know, actioning up your own dreams and living the life that you are, you know, that you want for yourself. Love that. Thank you so much for having me. You guys were a pleasure to talk to. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. That was good. Yeah, definitely love their energy. And I love Canada. I'm telling you, there's something about Canada water. Oh my God. I love their, their tap water just tastes literally like it just oh, it comes from the bottle. Spring. So, so Louisa, how can people connect with you? I know we're down on the wire with your time too, because you have another show right after. Oh, I'm, that. I'm okay today. I'm okay today. Oh, so okay. On this side. <laughs> but, oh, okay. All right. You can find, you can okay. find me um, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lovely Beautiful My. Oh no, Lord have mercy. <laughs> at the Blue Phoenix here. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay, Blue, no problem. The Blue Phoenix Hills on all play. <laughs> you can find me, you guys. I am T Weezy on Instagram and Twitter. I am T Weezy. And you can find me at the Girlfriend Therapist on all social media platforms. 
And you can find me on all social media at I am Dr. P. Gurley, I-A-M-D-R-P-G-U-R-L-E-Y. And I always spell it out for the listeners who, you know, because Gurley is such an unusual name and it's been spelled all kinds of ways. So I like to spell it out for the listeners. And for the Herspiration brand, you can find us at Herspiration Happy Hour right here on Facebook if you're tuning in. If you're tuning in on our YouTube channel, it is uh, mostly Herspiration Happy Hour. But under Instagram, it is under DAW Entertainment because that's the entertainment company that we are housed under. And if you want to be on the show, definitely just go to our 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 website. There it is right there. It'll give you all the instructions. You don't even have to contact us anymore. There's a link that you click. It'll get you started. And then once you put in all of your information, you should receive an email that will, you know, you can set up and schedule your time. Ladies, did you know that we are all the way out towards the end of April right now? Wow. That's awesome. I knew it wasn't going to take long. I know we are happy that everybody is is coming on to come and hang out with us for our cocktails and conversation. We definitely appreciate it. If you like the show, if you love any of the shows, hit that tip jar at www.buymeacoffee.com backslash perspiration HH. Uh, we definitely always appreciate our guests by first stopping by and coming to hang out. I love you, ladies. This is season five, and we are just enjoying this weekly. I mean, I didn't. I thought it would be a transition going to weekly, but I actually like it. And again, one of the reasons why I went to weekly was because we couldn't meet the demand of people, you know, just doing it uh, the first and third Wednesday of every month. And thank you all for proving my point right, <laughs> because. It's an honor to be booked so far out months, months in advance. So uh, if you want to be on the show, look here, the schedule is open from now to the end of the year. And we look forward to having you on. And anybody have any last minute words of wisdom for our guest? Nope. Mm -hmm. Well, like always, cheers. cheers. <laughs>